we may have started it and we may have set the foundation for what it looks like, but now you're understanding that every high school student should be afforded this opportunity to, to practice a job that they might be interested in. Welcome to Learning Unboxed, a conversation about teaching, learning, and the future of work. This is Annalise Corbin, Chief Goddess of the Past Foundation and your host. We hear frequently that the global education system is broken. In fact, we spend billions of dollars trying to fix something that's actually not broken at all, but rather irrelevant. It's obsolete. A hundred years ago, it functioned fine. So let's talk about how we reimagine, rethink, and redesign our educational system. So welcome to Learning Unboxed. Uh, this is Annalise Corbin, your host, and I'm very excited today because we are going to talk about the value of internships. This is a topic that um, in my travels um, all over the country and around the world, um, I get asked this question all the time. Schools and communities, business and industry are thinking about it. It's top of mind. So with that, our guest today, um, I'm, I'm excited to say our Mika Pace, who is the Executive Director and Superintendent of the Metro Schools uh, as a network. And this network includes Metro Early College High School, Metro Middle School, and the Metro Institute of Technology. Yes. And I've known Mika for oh, a long time now, <laughs> what, I think since 2006. And in the time that I've known her, one of the things I love about Mika is that she's worn many hats. Indeed. And she wears them well. She's been an intervention coordinator. She's a teacher, dean of students, assistant principal, and now superintendent of a whole school network. So we're very excited to have you here, Mika. Thank you. Thank you. Excited to be here. And joining Mika today is Vanessa Jester with Turner Construction. Uh, she's Workforce Development Manager. And Turner Construction is a partner with Metro, a partner in the community of Columbus. And she spends a lot of, of her time working around focusing on building and maintaining relationships with industry partners and community-based um, organizations and entities. So welcome, Vanessa. We're Thank glad you. To have glad you to be well. here today. Excellent. Thank you, ladies. So um, just to set a little bit of context for our listeners, we've had a number of episodes for those of you that have been listening to all of them um, in order or otherwise. Um, so you're familiar uh, generally with the Metro and Metro schools because almost every single interview we've done makes reference to Metro because it's the keystone in, the, in, in our community as it relates to uh, STEM. So it comes up over and over again. But Mika, I think it would be really, really helpful for our listeners for uh, you to sort of set the tone, if you will, about Metro today, because our listeners have heard a lot about the origin story and things and interactions with business and industry and partners over the years. Mm -hmm. But tell us, tell us about Metro right this moment. Sure. So, you know, as you said, you've heard Metro is the first STEM school. Well, yes, but we are so much more than that right, right. now. Um, I think we have just really embraced the definition of STEM in a different way, strategies that engage minds. So we are looking to um, take any student that's interested in coming in our environment, giving them an experience that allows them to close gaps where they might have had in learning, to accelerate where they're ready, and then to have um, an authentic internship experience somewhere in an area of interest. Um, for us, we have just really tried to make sure that we are growing those opportunities for students. And, you know, creating two new schools has done that, but really trying to make sure that students that come to us have 
as many opportunities that we can provide possible. Yeah, that experience is everything. Mm-hmm. It's the stuff that kids remember. Um, had a conversation uh, yesterday, and at the heart of it, you know, boiled down to you know there are a lot of things that we don't remember about growing up, mm-hmm. um, but those magical moments that you know become life altering. They're with us forever, yes. and a lot of that happens when we're young, and it it almost never happens in an individual classroom, but in a more expansive environment. So um, we appreciate that very much. Um, So Vanessa, uh, very briefly, as we start to sort of roll into this conversation, tell me why Turner Construction is so intrigued and interested in what Metro brings to our community from a business and industry lens. Well, from a business and industry lens, what Metro brings is innovation. Mm -hmm. They bring students that are curious They are willing to work with industry partners Mm -hmm. to say, what is it that you need Mm -hmm. and how can we develop a curriculum that's tailored to your business need? And we um, were really looking at innovative ways to get back into the community, get back into um, not at the college level, but pre-college. How do we change the branding? How do we get the message out there that we need STEM in our industry, in engineering, in construction management, because in the area of STEM, that's not the first choice. Right. And so partnering with um, Metro allowed us to get in with the students, do presentations, and then really expand our relationship to allow them to come out to our job sites, to have more engaging relationships so that they can see what our industry is all about. So we are really excited about the partnership. Because kids don't know. They and and don't that's know. what I see every day, certainly at past, we encounter this over and over again. Kids have no idea. They, have, they don't know what they don't know, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. But they also don't understand how expansive... of the career Mm -hmm. opportunities or industries that out there are. They think it's one thing, and the reality is it's many, many, many things. And so that's where the value of the way the internship and the partnership, I think, really, really works. And so, so Mika, internships at Metro are not job shadowing. They're very Mm -hmm. well-developed, very, very meaningful. So as we start the conversation about the ins and outs, the way the partnership works, sort of set the stage for us. Internship at Metro is what? So it's a real authentic job, right? We want students to be a part of a learning team. So they are going out into businesses. They become part of a work group where they are responsible for a portion of a job. And and they're held accountable Mm -hmm. to that, Um, whether it's part of a research study or whether they are you know, working at Facebook with Turner Construction, they have specific tasks that Mm -hmm. they're responsible for. And in, you know, conversing with their mentors, making sure they're on track, they will be held to the same standard. And so, you know, real authentic experiences for our students. That's that's what an an internship should be. It should be practice for something Mm -hmm. that you're interested in. Mm -hmm. Far too often, I think kids, you know, think they know what they want to do. They spend lots of time and lots of money in college. Mm studying about what they want to do, but never had an opportunity to to really try it before studying it. And so that's what this opportunity is. It's the opportunity to to connect with the businesses, try it, decide whether, yes, I want to further my education in this field or or seek a job in this field, 
or mm, I'm glad I got through that and that's mm-hmm. not what yeah. I want to do. And that there's as much value in that piece of the experience as the student that just comes away saying, hey, I love it. I can't wait to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and we certainly hear that from the students all the time in the innovation lab as they're, they're milling around and you know, what are you working on? And we get them to sort of sort of tell us and you can tell the kids, you know, they're, they, they all start those internships excited. Or most of them. Um, <laughs> most of them. Um, but, and you can sort of tell, you know, as you talk to them week after week or just that sort of check in as you're walking by, hey, how's that going? You know, the ones that are like, oh, I'm really loving this. The ones that are finding out this might not be for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and the value, because they'll, they'll get to the point where they can even articulate for you why that's not a great fit. Right. And that is so powerful. I think that exposure as well, you know, far too often you ask kids, you know, who are in interested in a medical field, you right. still get the standard answers. Absolutely. I mean, in 2019, mm-hmm. it's still, I want to be a doctor, I want to be a nurse, right. or maybe an optometrist or, you know, but they don't know the the expanse of careers that Correct. are out there. And so when you actually are in the field, having those conversations mm-hmm. with the folks that are mm-hmm. doing the jobs every single day um, to say, you know, well, this is really what I'm interested in. Are there any other segues or connections that I might be able to do? Or, you know, could I blend these two fields that I'm really interested in into a career at your company? Right. You don't know that until you get there and you mm-hmm. see what's going on and, and you ask those questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that for you, Vanessa, how how does Turner then approach this problem? How do you help? How do you deconstruct what the field of construction and everything that is to the point that students can wrap their, their minds, their hands, their brains, their souls sort of around what that might be for them? How do you do that? So we hosted our very first intern last year with Metro Schools. And part of the process was really getting, we started going and we did a lunch and learn. Mm -hmm. So through the lunch and learn, we did a broad presentation on what it is in our industry. So that gave the students a broad perspective of the various positions that we recruit for. And then when we decided to host an intern, a student, we did an onboarding process. Okay. So what do you want to get from this experience? So So it's not a general internship where we've already, you know, had a notion of Mm -hmm. what we want to deliver and give him that message. We asked him, what do you want to walk away from this experience? Fabulous. And what can we provide you Mm -hmm. with to help you make a decision on your post-secondary choice. And so Matthew gave us a lot of feedback. Um, We went back (laughs) and we designed a program, you know, that he was working directly with the field superintendent. Mm -hmm. He actually had position responsibilities that he came back and contributed to that project. And um, he was assigned to various field engineers, project managers that gave him um, exposure on the job. Mm -hmm. So that kind of broke it down for him, Mm -hmm. the various positions, you know, what they do. And at the time, he was kind of interested in construction management, but not totally all in. So, Vanessa, uh, you talked about the student Matthew actually doing some research, doing some work and creating the paper that um, you've been using. So tell us a little bit about what that was and and how you're using it today as, and how does it inform what you're doing? So he interviewed the trade partners to ask, why is it that you came into the industry? Okay. You know, and what made you um, choose electrician, carpentry, whatever trade they um, selected to come into, the, into our industry? Mm-hmm. And then he also talked about what is the best way to connect with the younger generation. Mm -hmm. And what we found out was our approach (laughs) 
was not <laughs> what most of the, the um, this generation is using. using. Um, he said it, through his research, it was YouTube. Yes. So we're now in the process <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> of creating messaging and branding uh-huh. to reach out through YouTube. YouTube yeah. Yes. So yeah. that is one of the techniques that we're using. Also, Matthew was um, a bit of a corrective action for us. You know, hmm. what can we do for our next, in- you know, our Perfect. intern to yeah. provide more hands-on experience? So we did use a lot of um, his feedback. He completed a questionnaire for us. Mm-hmm. And so we are utilizing that. We did have a more um, in-depth on board for this next intern that we have coming um, from another local high school. So um, he was very engaging. He hosted staff meetings. He hosted a full (laughs) staff meeting, did a presentation. I know, Matthew, I'm not surprised, but I love that. (laughs) On his capstone. And also when he completed his senior year internship, Mm -hmm. um, Turner did hire him back in the summer. That's spectacular. So he completed his summer before he entered into his construction management career. So it was a win. It was a win-win. Wow. At Kent State. And so, yes, and he is going to return to us this summer. That's spectacular. And that that just gives me chills, right? Mm -hmm. In the sense that that's exactly what you want to have happen Mm -hmm. um, for these kids. So Mika, from the sort of internship and and almost all of the internships at, at Metro, the students participate, are that immersive. Oh yes. I I've, I've talked to so many kids and I've gone to several of the of the sites with you guys over the years and there's no question in my mind that kids are just fully immersed in what's happening there. And so what what's the student feedback sort of? I mean, obviously there's great success that comes from that because stories like Matthews are are um are somewhat the norm mm-hmm. with the kids at Metro. But but really, what are the kids telling you from an, a student to an administrator sort of standpoint um, as it relates to the program and the value of it for them? What do you hear? So I think they love it. I mean, that's that's really the general sense that we get from them. They, you know, as we said, they don't always see the value while they're in it, mm-hmm. especially if they're not having a good experience. Right. But when they can complete that experience, they're able to come back and articulate what they did learn from it Mm -hmm. and why it was a valuable experience for them, even if they've decided not to go into the field in which they interned. I think they do see it as practice, Mm -hmm. like it's practice Mm -hmm. for the work Mm -hmm. that I want to do or I thought I want to do. So, I mean, when Vanessa said, you know, from Matthew's internship that they were creating the way that they were reaching out to this next generation was not the way that they thought. Yeah, would Turner have gotten to that eventually? Probably. Mm -hmm. But I think having someone who was in that age group that they're trying to attract Mm -hmm. to say, you know, if you're running TV commercials, like we watch everything on Netflix Mm -hmm. or YouTube, Mm -hmm. like how valuable is that? And then the the ownership that he got to experience. I think that's what our kids feel like. Mm -hmm. I was really a value. And guess what? I did so well that they've asked me to come back. Right. You know, that's that's the norm for us. We have kids that continue in their internships you know, through the summer, even when they do choose to go to college, Mm -hmm. still continuing in Mm -hmm. that same internship location. You do. And it's one of the things that I've always found absolutely remarkable. And part of that um, is about the community connection. So one of the reasons that's successful here, because it's not successful everywhere. In part, you know, we have a big, vibrant community. We have many business and industry partners. We Mm -hmm. have multiple institutions of post-secondary options. We have trade schools. So we, we have a community that has many options for students. So I think we have to recognize for our listeners up front that this community is conducive to that. But the success of that actually happen is, is, is not 
the, the, the city or the community where you live. It's the partners that are in play and the lessons that they learn from those experiences. So Vanessa, I would assume that you, you learned not just from Matthew, but from the experience of having Matthew. And it certainly informed what you've done moving forward. But what, what was hard? Because that, you know, as we get into the nuts and bolts of this, that's what folks in other communities want to know. What was hard about making that work? I mean, where were the, the stumbles or the things that you fully recognize? I want to do them different or this works so well, we want to bring that back. Well, the part that worked so well, let's start there, was that Matthew came in from Metro very hungry. Mm-hmm. He's the, the Metro school produces very innovative students, p- students that are engaging, mm-hmm. and they are out-of-the-box thinkers. Right. So that, from the start, was very beneficial for Turner mm-hmm. because innovation is key in everything that we do. So the student was very prepared when they came mm-hmm. into the internship. One of the walkaways from the internship is that when you engage with the student, make sure that you are giving projects, you know, that are challenging. Yeah. yeah. Because what you find is the students can complete a project. <laughs> These kids can. <laughs> yeah. Very impressed by yeah. the Metro students. And so once that was identified very early, uh-huh. our projects, our project engineers were extremely excited. So they stepped up the game. Good. So Matthew was very interactive and actually day-to-day deliverables. Mm-hmm. That was a part of our project. So it wasn't just he was out there, mm-hmm. you know, sitting over here. Matthew actually went in the field. He had deliverables that he had to bring back to the project engineers. Um, he had his own laptop. He yeah. had everything. He was yeah. engaged just like uh, a day-to-day staffer. So I think one of the key walkaways is don't underestimate a student. Exactly. And we say don't that underestimate a student. Everybody does, yes, right? Yes. We're, we're, or oftentimes, that's the sort of, I think, one of the first experiences that in our industry partners have. Yeah. And we quickly identified that. We were like, okay, uh-huh. <laughs> that's a done deal, you know, and we stepped mm-hmm. it up. And Matthew has been a team player ever since. Mm-hmm. So, how do you, how do you translate that experience? So, you know, it's not just Metro School that you're now going to be doing this internship program. Um, you, you built it and developed it in partnership with Metro, but ideally, as many of the industry partners of Metro, uh, expand those programs into others. So we are hosting another intern, and actually, she is starting this coming Tuesday. Mm-hmm. But it's key that you onboard board and develop a curriculum and an internship that is tailored to that school and that student. Right. So right. Ex- her expectations were totally different from Matthew's expectations. So when we did her onboarding, and it's a series of questions Mm -hmm. that we gave um, to our new intern, which we learned from our... our internship <laughs> with with Matthew lets you know do a more expansive mm-hmm. um, questionnaire prior to coming so that we can um, do a more targeted internship. So her goals are a little different, mm-hmm. and so we did target and create her internship to match what her walkaway goals are. Okay. Um, the timing is a little different than Matthew's, mm-hmm. and so she has a different objective. And so we developed the program to deliver what it is that she definitely wants. Mm-hmm. Samika, when you start a conversation with a Turner Construction or another new partner, so walk us through just a little bit. How, do, how What's the onboarding between the school and the business and industry partner before the student even comes into the equation? Because the, the, the groundwork that you lay as a partnership mm-hmm. 
is really critical to the student's experience and success. So what's that look like? So I think no matter who the partner is, there has to be a mutual, mutually beneficial relationship mm-hmm. that we establish, mm-hmm. right? It can't just be Metro needs internship right. locations for our students. We have to get back to, you have a need in your business. And guess what? We have students that are that can fulfill that need. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think we also have to allow them to understand that though our students are not in college or even the age of 18, because right. that's one of the barriers that right. we, we commonly see, mm-hmm. that our students are equipped to do the work that they are presenting to them. So, you know, walking them through what our curriculum looks like, mm-hmm. uh, walking them through what mastery is, you mm-hmm. know, so that students can do the jobs that they're presenting to right. them. Like they've right. gone through all of the math courses, they've gone through their English classes and you know, certainly if it's so nitty gritty into a particular field, they may not have the vocabulary to understand. And there's some supports that are necessary there, but really matching the skills of the student to the internship mm-hmm. placement. We, we try very hard to do that. And so um, I, I do think, though, coming back to it, like any partnership that's interested, it's about how can we how can we help each other out mm-hmm. and make sure that you know, you're getting some value out of this relationship as well. Right. So it just comes back to that that idea of just being upfront about what your needs are. I'm going to get this. You're going to get this. This is what I need. This is what you need, right? And right from the get-go, sort of set that. Yeah, and not letting the, the typical barriers stop us. Right. You know, I know that lots of places have this this age 18 cutoff, right. Right? right? And I keep saying, well, where is that written in policy? Where Where mm-hmm. is that? And, you know, if you push hard enough, sometimes they'll say, you know, it's not really written. It's just always been that way. Right. right. So I, it's my personal goal <laughs> when those come up to push right. and to continue to push because I do think that, you know, we have 16-year-olds who are ready for right. Right. some of the work that's out mm-hmm. there. So, Mm-hmm. Yeah, not yeah. not accepting the no. Yes, absolutely. And also helping folks to like uh, to your point to really sort of think about where boundaries came from to begin with, mm-hmm. because that's certainly one that is artificial. And I get that question all the time when I'm asked about internships, and I use the example of Metro um, frequently. And, you know, and and there is this artificial notion that that is in fact a rule, and those boundaries were just created. And those boundaries, even if they're real, can be. Uncreated. They can be changed, right? So, because I'm sure that you um, had to sort of walk through that as well um, in the construction field. So, mm-hmm. how is it that um, that Matthew and and the new intern that's getting ready to start is going to be able to be all over your company, all over sites? Matthew was out in the field. Matthew was out on the field, and Matthew was 18. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And so that is one of the boundaries that. Unfortunately, in the field of construction, if they're going to be out in the field, mm-hmm. that we do have to adhere to. Mm-hmm. However, internships that are in our Turner office or within, um, not directly on the site on a day-to-day basis, mm-hmm. we can definitely host in those types of internships um, in the office. So you find the workarounds that are mm-hmm. meaningful uh, so that you can continue on with the work that you want to do exactly. together. Exactly. Right. Right. So we're still working on Turner with that 18. We're, yeah, we're, we're still, still working, working on yeah, it. But you're going to get them, aren't you, Mika? <laughs> I am. <laughs> I, am. I have complete faith in that, as a matter of fact. Um, so, <laughs> um, well, let's talk a little bit about how how we get kids 
broadly to see the breadth and depth of career opportunities. So one of the things you said, Vanessa, very early on in our conversation is, you know, it's not just about the fact that we're going to build something. This industry as a whole has so many different components to it. So the reality of it is how do we get a student intrigued who maybe wants to go down the road of marketing or maybe wants to go down the road of engineering or maybe wants to go down the road of electrical processing or maybe somebody is a technical writer, right? That And how do we help students generally understand how diverse career opportunity truly is in almost any industry? And so how do, how do you think about those things? And I'll just let either one of you jump in because it's tough. That's a complex question. Mm-hmm. We wrestle with it every day, but it's a really, really important one. So I think it goes back to exposure and ed- education. Um, the more that we can put diverse careers in front of the mm-hmm. students for them to ask those questions, for them to see and experience, the more knowledge they get to they they gain about the different careers. I think on our end as an educational institution, right, we also have to educate our our parents. Mm-hmm. And that's a tough one because, you know, when you say construction yep. to them, there's there's a mindset and there's an image that mm-hmm. comes comes. It's to like play. manufacturing, right? It we is. have the same problem mm-hmm. with the kids in the manufacturing pathways. Yep. And so getting them to understand mm-hmm. the changes that oh, have yeah. occurred and, and the breadth of opportunity and, and jobs, you know, you can be an engineer and work for Turner Construction. You know, mm-hmm. you can work in CAD and work at Turner Construction. There are all of these different faucets of it mm-hmm. that, that parents don't know about. Mm -hmm. And so we also have to, we find ourselves having to educate them as well um, because, you know, they're the ones that ultimately are convincing the kids about college pathways or career pathways as well. Right. And it is a tough lift. And in some industries, it's a harder lift than others because there's so much that's misunderstood. Well, for um, construction, it's a total rebranding of what we do. And so that is why Turner felt it very beneficial or important to hire a person directly in a workforce position so that there is someone totally dedicated to Mm -hmm. that. So I am in the schools at least once, sometimes two times a week, Mm -hmm. delivering that message from A to Z, Mm -hmm. all of the opportunities that we have in our our industry. Uh, We participate in various expos. Um, Actually, tomorrow we'll be at the STEM Expo with um, our team out there, Mm -hmm. you know, educating and giving different demonstrations so Mm -hmm. that the youth know that there are various options, you know. So that is what I do on a continual basis Mm -hmm. out there trying to change the perception Mm -hmm. and what do we have to offer in our industry. And actually, um, outside of construction, that's what's needed. Right. It's a full on out all-out marketing effort mm-hmm. to say this is what's out there. Mm-hmm. I think our first interaction with Turner was a couple of um, engineers that came in and they looked like they were 20-something. <laughs> um, and they came in to work with the middle school students on some design that they were doing. And, you know, when when they had the title, you know, Turner Construction, kind of got the looks. And I said, yeah, they work in the construction field, you know, but even for our middle school mm-hmm. students, mm-hmm. right, it was it was a new experience for them as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. We had Turner Construction <laughs> and at the Innovation Lab um, last summer uh, working with um, our workforce development pilot with kids in foster care. And, you know, it was a wonderful experience because folks from Turner doing many different types of jobs came in and had lunch with our kids. It was as simple as that. 
But that was really meaningful because the kids had the opportunity to see people who who look and sound like them, who have similar experiences to them that they could identify, having some one-on-one opportunity. And it was a very diverse group that of students. That was a very nice day. I was actually yeah, there. Yeah, and yeah. they brought the Turner team yeah. out. And I was just sharing with Mika, mm-hmm. one of the um, yes. individuals in the audience that mm-hmm. and at the lunch that mm-hmm. day just graduated yesterday yes. from the Building Futures program. Oh, right. So yes, congratulations! Yes. So it was very exciting, very exciting, and he was there taking pictures, uh-huh. very interactive and engaged with the engineers yeah. Yeah. that he could relate to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and when he saw that, it was something that he immediately gravitated and said. I can do that. He did. Mm-hmm. That can be me. And and for at least two weeks after this launch, and again, something very, very simple, but to your point, is because the kids didn't understand all the different careers. And what I loved about that experience is the people that came with you that day to talk about what they did. You know, the, it was a really diverse group of job sets, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. so the kids could see, wow, it's not just, you know, nails and hammers, what I might think of traditionally in construction, or it's not just backhoes, it's welding, it's engineering, it's marketing, it's uh, it's a great thing. And for two weeks, he, he talked nonstop about, wow, but maybe I could do X or maybe I could do Y. And he would go through the litany of things that he heard and, you know, with, with, the, with the staff talking about, well, what do you think about that? You know, and asking oh, that questions. Is one, so, another part of the, the luncheon was they didn't only talk about construction. Right, right. Mm-hmm. They went down a path of, you know, personal commitment and mm-hmm. personal challenges mm-hmm. that they could really relate to. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, it was really a dialogue, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. than a presentation. Mm-hmm. And it was great because in, in this case, these, these kids bounce around a lot. It's an unfortunate circumstance of kids um, in foster care, but we, it was one of the realities of it. And so the other thing that was nice about it is um, they had multiple interactions, right? And so it didn't feel quite so bouncing around mm-hmm. um, for the summer. So that was really good. So Mika, what happens next with these type of internship partnerships? And how do you then leverage what's happened with Turner, A, to have more kids participate? And it's a work in progress and, and it's difficult to meet all those different pieces. But how does it how does it become something that ultimately impacts a large group of students? How do you scale? Hmm. How do you scale internship? So I think we have I'll, I'll take you back to the work that we were doing with um, Howard Green. Mm-hmm. So I, all of the internship placements that we have secured kind of get housed somewhere. Right. And then for the summer, other kids in other districts get to use them. Right. right? And so I think once you establish that particular relationship, like all it takes is that one mm-hmm. yes and you get you know, that trusting relationship that says, hey, I'm going to give it a chance. Then you can use that experience to the next company to say, you know, so-and-so took this intern, you know, they can write something, they can email. They had a wonderful experience with that. Would you be willing to give it a try? Right. And so at times it feels like it's company by company by Mm -hmm. company that we each have to go and, and build that opportunity for the students. But we're finding here in the last, you know, couple of years that we have companies that are actually now starting to come to us mm-hmm. because they've heard about this right. internship that a kid did with a friend, or they've heard that Metro had interns at Turner right. or, right. you know, at OSU Wexner or wherever they might have mm-hmm. been. And so they're now coming to us and saying, hey, we have an internship already established at our um, company. Would you be interested in sending kids there? Right. And I'm like, yes, that is the win that we've been looking mm-hmm. for because that's where you see 
that mutual mm-hmm. relationship coming, you know, we're able to help each other out. And that's that's really how you scale it. Right. That it's not just the one-off metro school that's right. experiencing this. We may have started it right. and we may have set the foundation for what it looks like, but now you're understanding that every high school student should be afforded this opportunity to to practice a job that they might be interested in. So we're trying to pull in more kids from other districts right, as well right. as those companies are also now going to those districts mm-hmm. and saying, hey, we've got these internships. Do you have any kids that might be interested in participating in it, whether it's a summer internship right, or right. whether it's something that's part of the school year? Right, right. And, and, and we see more and more kids able, because of that great experience with those, those, those partners, as Mika um, alluded to earlier, who, who are going back for that summer like Matthew did, or even going back after they graduated because they did an internship. I know that uh, we, we have one of the Metro kids that uh, worked and did uh, summer, summer programming last summer who's not coming back to us this summer because his, uh, his, his internship offered him a position in the summer. And that's, nice. that's the win, right? That's, that's, the win. that's a huge win. So so Vanessa, how how does scale look for Turner Construction? How how is it that you because ultimately I want to be really cautious here for our listeners, right? Scale does not mean, you know, tons and tons of kids coming through all the time. To be really careful about what scale means, right? And and so it's gonna be different for everyone. And the reality of it is oftentimes scale means consistency, mm-hmm. right? And opportunity um, and working with schools or others. So so Roughly, what do you think for in the short term, what does that look like for Turner? What, what's manageable? Because I think that's the other thing that the, the industry partners want to know. What's manageable? Well, for Turner and it as it should be for any other mm-hmm. industry partner is what can we manage to make that that um, internship meaningful? Exactly. Um, because we don't want to say, oh, let's set a goal of doing five next year. Mm-hmm. And then the outcome is not very meaningful to the intern right. at all. And, you know, how can we really engage with that intern and make um, them prepared for the workforce, you know, give them the experience that they value. So for Turner, we've identified that we're going to do at least two okay. per year. Um, and then that way we can really engage with the student, mm-hmm. provide the wraparound mm-hmm. services mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. they need. Because truly when it is their first interaction with an employer, mm-hmm. you have to have the time dedicated to that student so that they have a valuable and meaningful experience because they come in at different levels. They do. You know, they will come in at different mm-hmm. levels as you reach out to um, various schools and school districts and uh, things of that nature. Um, also, from um, a Turner perspective, we value the experience so much that our general manager and vice president, Brian Mooney, did mm-hmm. a call to action at the state of STEM. Yep, so saying. it's a call to action to say, hey, this isn't isn't just a Turner right, right. initiative. We need for our corporate partners to step up, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. on board these bright and young students so that they can be exposed to what your industry does. Mm -hmm. Because it's not just a construction need. It's a full industry need across the board on all industries. So um, we would like to be a a leader, Mm -hmm. you know, carry the torch, you know, Mm -hmm. give some good interns, let them be examples for Metro so that we can say this is how it's done and this is how we expand. Um, Also, um, Mika didn't mention, but they are very intentful about 
formulating, they have a business advisory yep, board. That's actually what I was going and to say. Right, well, you is, can take yeah. it from here. And, and so it's very focused on how do we, we make this work. So leave us with that, Mika. So the business advisory committee really pulls together just, you know, from construction to some of, um, you know, electrical firms, just Really, I think we took who was interested. So mm-hmm. even state autos on there, chases on on there. But really, I think we have, you know, the last couple of months tried to focus on what are the kids bringing to the table and then what prospective mentees need to also mm-hmm. be bringing to the table. Because it's great to have the companies engaged, but it's not the company that's hosting the kid, right? right. It's right. actually a, an adult who's mm-hmm. there who is going to be responsible for that student while they're in that environment. And so how do you decide who the mentees are? How mm-hmm. do you, I'm sorry, the mentors are, mm-hmm. how do you train them? What what do they need to know and be able to do in order to host these students? And so having that protocol kind of takes some of the scariness out of it. You know, (laughs) one of the the big things they said was, I'm going to have a kid following me around all day, every day. (laughs) Like, no, no, that's not what this is about. So helping to develop that protocol for them and then future companies. It's been great. I mean, Turner has done a great job in leading this, this task, this this force for us. And so we are just really excited about this new wave of internship opportunities for our students. That's wonderful. And the students uh, benefit so much as well as our community. So ladies, thank you so very much for taking time out of your day uh, to join us, uh, have this conversation. And I appreciate it very much. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for joining us for Learning Unboxed, conversation about teaching, learning, and the future of work. I want to thank my guests and encourage you all to be part of the conversation. Meet me on social media at Annalise Corbin and join me next time as we stand up, step back, and lean in to reimagine education.